going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of peak time. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you war shack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person. Welcome back to the underground. This is episode 59. My name is David Lacey, and I'm joined once again by... Oh, crap, I messed it up. Once again by Dude. Joseph. Wild West Kemp Style. Nations. Sorry. And don't you ever forget it. Ugh, we're going to forget it. Oh, man. I know. No, no, no. Not until, but at the next episode, you'll I remember. Just, I just tripped over my tongue um, saying that. It's my bad. Well, Joseph, good. man, we Eventually, have... Eventually, I'm going to come up with one for you. Have you uh, have you changed your mind on uh, The Witcher? Did you start? You said you were watching, going through it again. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not change my mind Still on sucks. The Witcher. Still sucks. Good, because we have. Uh, well, it'll be out by the time uh, that people hear this, but our uh, discussion of that goes live on YouTube tomorrow, oh, um, nice. as of us recording this. So, if you're listening to this, uh, go give that video some love, even if you already know what we were. We were talking about got to yes. trying to trying to make up for that Spider-Man thing not going anywhere. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they go it anywhere. Just, that was a, like a Eternals flat, dude, does that, great numbers for us in Spider-Man. Spider-Man does is nothing. like a big old poop. Does nothing. Make right. it make sense. I, I once said that um, Donald Trump went out like a uh, a bad fake fart thing yeah you know what I'm a talking? wet like fart a, like a, yeah like a a balloon losing its air or whatever that's yeah. what that spider-man video was too it's the exact same thing <laughs> it was really bad yeah man. that's true um speaking of spider-man though speaking of spider-man joseph um i had mentioned to this to you i might have texted to you uh earlier but uh spider-man hit o- a billion dollars in just over a week Dude, that is not surprising at all, and it just goes to show how bad the uh, Phase Four movies have been. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and, and and really, the success of this movie isn't Disney or Marvel. Don't get it wrong, people. The success of this movie is Sony. Yeah, Sony and the Spider-Man brand, for yep. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying. Exactly, it's definitely the brand, and then uh, along with Sony. And man, I think if Sony can step out and just make good movies that don't have anything political in there, right? Then, and just stay away from all political ideology, man, they would make they'll make a ton a ton of money. Yeah, I gotta find the the box. I mean, it's over. It's well over a billion at this point. I think it, man, it brought in on like a Monday, just an absurd amount of Monday. So I think it was the Monday before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so about a week ago, um, since the last time we recorded, uh, it it w- it made just a a stupid amount of money on a Monday. It was like thirteen million dollars, just something that's like unheard of on a on a on a Monday on a of Monday. all things. Yeah, uh, I know I keep keep saying that, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, and you're absolutely right. It it has so much to do with, uh, yes, some of the quality of the product, but also the Spider-Man name goes a long way. Um, yep. and uh, and the word of mouth goes a long way too. Um, and everybody's been raving about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's definitely worth seeing. I it bothers me slightly I, that that people are um, maybe being a little too generous in certain respects to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good. I I don't think it's it's definitely not as good. I at the very least as uh, Spider Man Two, the original one. Um, Mm. but I do, there's a lot I really do like about it. And there's a part of me that, uh, there's like rumors, there are a hundred percent rumors going around that like, uh, they might end up giving, um, Garfield, uh, a third chance, uh, to make, uh, a TASM three. Um, and, uh, it would be really, really cool if they did that just as long as they do it correctly. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, okay, yes, do it. But please but do it careful. well. Yes, please, yes. please make a good movie, and you know we we'll be happy with that, right? Like if you need right. to bring in one of the other Spider Men to just help boost it too, do that <laughs> if you have to. But like, please give us a good movie. Um, no purple Jamie Foxes or weird lizard men or yes. just like, you know, uh, yeah. I, I think they can do it. I think they can do it. Um, 
So maybe that'll happen one of these days. I think Sony is probably really looking into a lot of this Spider-Man stuff now. I mean, it's like oh, Spider-Man just made us a billion dollars. It's like Marvel. Yeah, just do a Spider-Man <laughs> universe. We don't even need Disney. Yeah. No, and that's the thing is they don't need Disney. Nope. Sony Sony holds the cards because they own the character. Um, yep. And, man. Such a smart oof, move not oof, selling. Dude. I know. I know. And it's so funny because people wanted it so bad back in the day. Thank God they didn't do that. <laughs> dude, I know. I, I can't believe it. I, 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 I probably would be in a major fight with myself from like five years ago like no they need to sell to marvel everything needs to be back with marvel yes they they know what they're doing and now i'm like nope in fact marvel maybe you should give some of your other properties to sony see if they can do it um and i wanted to mention this because i think this is kind of a really good point to kind of add into this um so i've been going back and watching all of the um original uh like marvel Marvel movies before Phase one, uh, two, and three. So yeah, so I uh, I just finished phase one because um, mom hasn't seen them in like forever. And so, was, and it, so it was like over Christmas or whatever. I was like, hey, we should do this. It's like because I want to watch them, but at the same time, I need like e- that extra motivation. I was like, I don't know if I can just sit down and watch all of these by myself. Right. Um, man, I gotta say, so Marvel was better off before Disney. Yep. And I. I, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And believe me, there are some stuff that I, I think once Disney had finished their acquisition, um, there was still some decent stuff uh, that we were getting. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that was just kind of like left over uh, from before that. And again, I we just finished phase one, so I'm interested to get into phase two because you got Winter Soldier, um, Guardians. Um, I haven't I haven't watched um, Avengers two maybe since it was in theaters. Um, so I'm really curious to just, I, that's been the biggest thing is like some of these ones that I, they don't have like, um, they don't have a lot of headspace, uh, for me, um, stuff like the second Avengers. Sorry, I'm like coughing. Um, oh, you're good. I was like, oh crap, I lost. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, how they hold up. Um, Iron Man's still amazing. The first Iron Man is unbelievable. It's such a good movie. Yep. I enjoyed it myself. Especially, I know how much you really like the third one, too. Oh, dude, no. No, the other two are trash, for the most part. Now, I'll say this. Because we watched Iron Man 1 and 2. Um, yeah. Because they're both part of Phase 1. Um, Iron Man 2, everything that's dealing with the sort of the main plot is passable at best. Okay. Um, and at worst requires some uh bad decision like some characters just to be really stupid um so hammer the guy who's supposed to be sort of like tony's opposite in that movie mm-hmm. he's a moron yes his entire plot revolves around him essentially allowing a terrorist to run his business yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb <coughs> absolutely dumb And then, and that's the uh, if I remember correctly, that's the guy with the uh, electro magnetic. I think his uh, name's Whiplash. Whips. I think that's supposed yeah. to be his like character name or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that was um, oh shoot, what's that actor's name? He was in the uh, the wrestler. Um, uh, yeah, Danny. No, 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 no. I don't think no. it's Danny. What what is his name? Um, you all know who we're talking about. Iron Man two two. Uh no, I IMDb. There we go. It just it's completely slipping my mind. Um oh, his face no, popped we up. Should, we should know it. Oh yeah, yeah. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yep. I thought um, I was thinking of something someone else. I don't know who you were thinking. I don't know why. Of. Uh, but yeah, so he he plays like this Russian, and it, and his accent's not very good. Um, yeah. He has this like moment after his dad dies, and he's like sobbing. And I was like, I need to pull that clip for some like videos as just like an emotional thing. So it's like anytime I'm like, oh god, why is this like this? Just play the clip of Mickey Rourke going like, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, and then he, you know, he's it's yeah, he he puts it on a little too heavy. Um, but I like all of the stuff that goes on outside of that. So mm-hmm. uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Scarlett Johansson are both in that movie quite a bit. 
and you get sort of that's that's her introduction to Black Widow. It's great. Mm-hmm. That she used to be characterized so well. She, I don't know what happened. Um, well, uh, Me Too happened for one thing. Um, because it the movie shows her more as like the femme fatale. Mm-hmm. She's she's characterized as being a very attractive, very dangerous person. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's her whole her whole thing, um, which they move away from into her movie, and I won't go into to that. That's like a whole other conversation. Um, but she's always been that, and then once it goes into Avengers, you get to see the side of her that is a little bit not only to see her uh, grow even more or get more from her. Uh, when she's having this conversation with Loki, right? Who's supposed to be this mass, like the master trickster, right? He's supposed to be the guy mm-hmm. that everyone, um, it, you can't, people are always essentially being tricked by, they can't ever do anything. And she just plays him like a fiddle. Yeah, he's and a god of mischief. It's, yeah, and she plays him so well. And it's such a good scene, right? Where he just, he thinks that he's beating her, right? Because he mm-hmm. uses this like emotional manipulation to try to get under her skin about Clint. Um, Hawkeye right. and then she goes oh so that's your plan she goes thanks and like walks out and he's like what he's like what and it's because he and he gets totally played by her and it's like dude that is not a thing in that new uh uh Black Widow movie yeah right and that's one of the biggest problems that you see when it moves forward with a lot of these movies is that characters just become stupid to move the plot forward um, yep. which is something I think we'll be talking about today a little bit in some of these these other things I got to talk about. But man, that was good. Um, Thor isn't good. Uh, there no. are mo- good moments in it. Um, but the uh, and this is something I completely forgot about. So there's this thing in filmmaking called a Dutch angle. Are mm-hmm. you familiar with it? Uh, I forgot. So I used to be. It's essentially where the filmmaker will tilt the angle of the camera in order to convey like a sense of worry or that something is off mm-hmm. so like if a like if a character gets poisoned in a movie right right the and he the moment that he he or she realizes that this has happened sometimes they'll use the dutch angle in order to convey to the audience a sense of something isn't right right thor uses that angle just because that's because the entire movie wasn't right david <laughs> We should have known. Um, there, are, there are a couple things I really like about that movie. The whole uh, like fish out of out of water scenario, where he's like hanging out in this like little New Mexico town, and he's like drinking coffee, and he's like, "Oh, I like this drink." He's like, "Another," and he smashes it on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. There's moments right where they get it correct, uh, but a lot of the movie, it's just like, "Oh man!" Like all the stuff that goes on in Asgard really isn't that interesting, um, and I I think they overplayed their hand a little bit Mm. Um, because you look at Iron Man and Captain America and they're Mm -hmm. smaller stories to a degree right so like Captain America isn't about World War II right it's about Cap fighting Hydra during World War II it's it's Mm -hmm. more condensed and it has much more of a focus Um, Thor on the other hand there's like the ice giants but then there's also loki but then also thor is trying to battle with himself um and shield is there and he's got you know all of these different characters and it's just too much for like a two-hour movie yeah um, it really kind of falls flat it definitely i i used to kind of like i wouldn't say defend that movie um but i always thought it was a little better than most people gave it credit for i think you're probably right it's just not, it's not very good <laughs> it's not none of them really are until you get to the last one made uh, but that's not part of your phase yet. Uh, no, no. And yeah, I would I would generally agree. I think that movie's got some issues, but for the most part, Thor kind of finally finds his place. He's not kind of a drag, you know? Yeah. Um, he's gotten past a little bit of his, like, pridefulness, and he's having a little more... F- it, you can tell Chris Hemsworth's having a little more fun with that movie, um, mm-hmm. which is what those Thor movies needed, was to be, like, you know, big bombastic kind of epic-type movies. Um, and that's... Yeah, you just... They tried way too hard to make them these like serious dramas almost. Yes. Um, with little bits of humor here and there. Um, speaking of the humor, uh, the humor's way better because you're not getting that trademark Marvel humor that you see nowadays where everything is like every dramatic moment's cut by oh, uh, yeah. a joke. So, for instance, in the first uh, Iron Man movie, you know, he gets captured 
and Jensen is the character who helps him uh, break out. He's like his his like helper in there, or whatever. Um, who's like another oh, scientist? Um, and Jensen sacrifices himself for Tony um, to give Tony an opportunity to make sure that the suit that he was making in there uh, gets up and running so that he can get out. Um, and they actually play it straight. They're allowed yeah, to have no- this like dramatic moment, and I'm like. This is one of the things that's missing. I was, I, I literally am sitting there. I'm like, I miss this, right? And then, right, Avengers. Um, I think, uh, you kind of get it in Captain America, um, but the one of the other strong ones is in Avengers when Coulson dies, um, and it's this, uh, moment, right? It's oh, this, this sucks, right? Um, but you also get a small moment of levity because Coulson gets to shoot Loki. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're like, OK, ha. but then it goes directly back into a very like somber. Um, this is the thing that pulls the team together so that they can finally stand up and like work as a team. Um, right. And everything works really, really well in that movie. Um, I know some people think that movie's not very good. I People need to go back and watch it. It is good. Like, it's really good. Um, man, I, I'd like I, it's so it was so weird after finishing that phase and being like, Oh, like this is what it used to feel like being excited about these movies. That's like you had the heroes were allowed to be heroes. Um, you know, they were allowed to be like characterized in ways without having to worry about like um, the message or those agendas that a lot of the studios mm-hmm. have pushed into them now. Where like all the women have to essentially be wearing like long robes, right? They they can't right. be characterized as like attractive. It's all it's like no, we are not attractive. Do not look at us that way. It's like, but we are your it's heroes. It's an overreaction to oh, things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to Phase Two because there's uh, two of my favorites in that: Winter Soldier and Guardians. Um, mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see what else like comes out of there, and if I've like changed my mind about any. I'm not going to change my mind about Iron Man Three. Like it, it probably has. Um, some good like character moments. So what I was saying about two is that like even the stuff between like Tony and Pepper, um, really good into. It's just whenever you get to the main plot stuff, it's like oh my god, it, you just feel like you've seen it before. Well, um, I know you were ranting raving to me this weekend about uh, how great this next movie was. If you were done, oh I'm done. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Okay. I could go on, dude. I, I know could go you kept telling me how wonderful forever, it was, but... and you were hounding me about watching it, like. <laughs> Dude, it's oh, dude. the best movie. Okay, so Matrix came out last Tuesday. Yes, it Matrix did. Matrix Resurrections. Um, I just watched it on HBO Max while I was in the middle of like the cold, like a cold. Um, I was like, screw it. I was like, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat down, and I don't think I'd only seen one review at the time from IGN, mm-hmm. and they gave it a four. But no one takes IGN seriously anymore, so it's like, okay, well whatever like maybe it is that bad but like no one no one really trusts IGN uh, when it comes to their their reviews anymore um there there was once the saying that uh you couldn't spell ignorance without IGN (laughs) (laughs) isn't that so true now yeah yeah it's gotten real bad recently I think um anyway um man I don't I don't even know where to start um I'll start it for you if you don't know where go ahead the action scenes oh they're so bad (laughs) dude okay (laughs) really no i'm sorry sorry no 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 wait 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 wait. before we go there before we go there this is how you start off this is the only good thing about the movie they brought back keanu reeves (laughs) that's the only Uh, positive i found in the movie he looks so confused like maybe confused isn't the right word but I it, it ne- he never seems to me like he's comfortable being in this movie. Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, but let's talk about the action scenes. Let's talk about yeah, the action yeah. scenes. Now we can get into the bad. I um, just that's the only positive light I had. Yeah, I'm trying to think. No, you're right. It's really about it, and that it's really not enough. <laughs> it's just him the, I, I, I want to. I was thinking today. I was like, what can I call it? I'm like, how about the meh tricks? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. The choreography is really bad, but on top of that, and I think it's because the choreography is bad, the camera work is really bad during the action scenes. It's very hard to keep up with what's going on beat by beat. 
Um, Very bad. It's almost you. You almost have to like watch the scenes yourself because it's hard to describe because it's just kind of like. Uh, like there's just it's very chaotic. Um, oh man, we can talk about that one in the coffee shop at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the movie, dude. It's just a rehash of things that we've seen so many times before. You know, with the idea of being able to download various fighting styles and techniques, right? You think they would expand that or use it, utilize it, yes. right? Because even in okay, so I went back after, and I'll get into this a little bit later, but I went back and watched the first one the day after because mm-hmm. I I was kind of like so soured. And put off by that, I was like, man, I was like, I need to just watch the first one again. It's been so long, and I need to be reminded of like what this was, so that it, it to try to help compare it to what it became. Um, and I only watched the first one because I really don't care about the the sequels all that much. Um, they have some good moments in them, but the first Matrix movie is a whole story. Yes, they it, it, they they attacked on to some degree those those two sequels. Um, when they came out but man uh yeah so there's the it, the action's kind of all over the place it's really messy um the dialogue is really confusing a lot of the time and i thought it was me and then i was listening to um no it wasn't you friday night tights or some other show and they brought up this one scene where uh blue hair um, who that is essentially blue haired captain that yes. it sucks because I really like that actress a lot and I didn't realize it was her um, until I actually started watching the movie and I was like wait I know her um, Jessica Chenoweth I think is her name she uh, mm-hmm. she was in Iron Fist she was in Love and Monsters um, there was something else that I think she was in oh she was in this movie Underwater uh, that's kind of super underrated uh it's kind of got this like cthulhu thing going on mm-hmm. um anyway i like her as an actress um but they she does nothing in this yeah. and and they almost you can see in her defense go ahead none of them really do no there's no characterization for- there, there's no character building i was gonna say kind of basically <laughs> what you see in the first movie is like what county reese's character right is you see a full story and then in the second and third one you get a new ability introduced to him so you kind of he kind of grows as a character right man and this one he doesn't grow at all i mean really all it is is a slight variation of a known ability he already has and then they use it use it 500 times in the movie he forgot a bunch of stuff and it's like him kind of relearning and but like not and then all of a sudden at the very end it's like oh no i am i'm i'm that guy again you're like what were y'all doing we say it uh, we say it all the time. Hollywood is the destroyer of franchises now. Dude. So have your expectations very low for any beloved film or, or or fantasy world that you love and hold dear. Don't go see it. I mean, or go in it to see it with very, very low expectations. Yeah. I mean, that's and, how I'm approaching the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that you, you still have like this tiny bit of hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, gonna be so it's bad. Very, it's a small slither. Um, yeah. So, the action's bad. Specifically, the final, the final act. It just like it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's all confusing. First, yeah, second, it, third. It, it it feels like a, a plot that's just taped together with duct tape. Like they were just kind of like, well, we want to do this, and then we need to put this in here, and then this needs to happen, and we need to bring back Zion, but it's not really Zion because Zion sucks now. This is a much better city, um, and then we have a plan, and, but not really. And then, their, and then their theme that they have for it, the power of love concept, which I mean, it's fine. It's yeah, a it, oldie, but it's a oldie and a goodie, right? And it's, it's like it. I was gonna say it's but, also. Um, really tacked on heavy heavy oh yeah and it's like oh this is the way it was all the time and you're like no and so this is that that is a great example of something that's contrived that's essentially just created for this new thing Mm -hmm. that was never really a thing before right so and it would have been better as a secondary focus to me instead of a primary focus yeah um they the original movie is very much in this realm of like destiny exists right Mm -hmm. like there's some they're almost like there's there's something greater out there i mean when that movie came out dude there were articles and uh, you know 
papers in, was going. in high schools and colleges and all this stuff about like the themes in the movie and this is I that movie is definitely one of the ones where it's like people got real obsessed with themes in movies mm-hmm. um, maybe to like an extreme um, there are a lot of them in there don't get me wrong the Wachowskis are obsessed with that stuff but uh, and imagery too they're real big on um, different symbolic imagery uh, like if you go back right. and watch the first one it's a little it's a little heavy handed in places where it's like um like Neo opens the door to give this guy some sort of like uh, computer program and he goes, mm-hmm. you're my personal Jesus Christ or whatever. And it's like, okay, Wachowskis, we get it. He, <laughs> he's that archetype. All right. Yep. And this is in the, you know, in the nineties movie. Um, but yeah, uh, no, no one in the movie does anything. You're right. It's, it's this contrived plot of, Oh, they were always better as a pair and this is the difference between humans and machines is love. I guess, yeah. Even though it's like some of the machine. So there's this whole thing that gets brushed over to some degree where they're like, oh, yeah. So in the time, in the 60 years that you've been asleep, Neo, um, there was a war where it was machines against machines and the humans were stuck in the, the crossfire. Um, and I've heard a lot of people go, well, where's that movie? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Where's that TV show? Where's that product? Because it's got to be better than what you gave us. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, you, you you've got the new uh, Morpheus in this. Oh yeah. Who? Okay. I um, told you. Yeah, I know. I well, I had seen some stuff where it's like he had been cat, like his casting thing on like IMDb said he was Morpheus. So I was like, all right, I get. I was like, we'll see how they explain this. Um, so let me see if 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 I I I can break this down. Um, so Neo gets put back into the Matrix, mm-hmm. right? They like fix him somehow uh, because he and um, Trinity are like super batteries, right? So the whole concept mm-hmm. is that the the ro- the robots use humans because they're like they're better more efficient batteries um than like the sun which is how how they were originally being powered right mm-hmm. um so they're like okay well I, we're gonna put them back in these things so neo is now back in the matrix he has been working on a matrix video game back in the matrix and one of the weird like things that he did was create morpheus slash not really Morpheus slash also Agent Smith according to the beginning of this movie. <laughs> he's like uh, he's like all those confusing. things. Um and that's and then somehow um a blue hair blue haired captain gets into this um and finds not Morpheus Morpheus Mr Smith Dr. Mr Smith Smith mm-hmm. Agent Smith and gets him out, but he's still in the programming somehow because he can't actually be in the real world except through those weird metal dots that create the people. Dude, I, I'm hurting my head trying to to get through <laughs> all of it. this. Yes, um, it's more unnecessary explanation for something like that than was necessary. So, I don't really want to get. Uh, is it? Was there anything else? I'm trying to. No, nah, I mean I'm that's really to, it. I would it's, just oh. say, don't waste your time. No, it's not worth it. No, it's not at all. Just go watch the original one. Just yeah. the first. You only need to watch the first one. Just pretend. Like really, the rest you of really only do. Exist. I do want. I'm fine with the other two. I know uh, other people don't like them. I'm fine with them. But I mean, they're there. But I, man, I'm telling you, the first movie has a beginning and an end. And yep. here's the thing. Here's the thing. They could have. Uh, and I heard someone else say this, and I thought this was a really good point. Um, back when the first, the very first one came out, uh, there were like the thing. There was like this thing flying around. It's like this is the new Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we want a sequel or whatever. The reason the Matrix never took off the way that um, Star Wars did is because they they never had their empire, so they never right. had that follow up to a an excellent product that just like blew people out of the water. Yeah. Right. That really put it into this new perspective that um, like essentially changed the way everything was done. 
Um, you right. just you didn't get that with Matrix Reloaded at all. Um, and part of that is because they're um, despite what they were trying to do with Neo, he's his arc is done at the end of the first movie. He literally yep. becomes God at the end of the first yeah. movie. <laughs> it's like he, he dies, resurrects, and learns how to fly. It's like where do you really take someone like that from there? Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, people really should go back and if you've never seen the first one, the original go Matrix. Watch it. Yes, because it is it is so good, and that like last half hour of that movie is some of the best cinema. Yeah, like the whole it's really good the whole uh, like hallway scene. I mean, that changed mm-hmm. action movies forever. Like that last thirty minutes really changed action movies forever. But man, um, there's like the the part where where the uh, the helicopter like comes up when he's trying to save Morpheus and it's just like two minutes of him shooting this minigun in at, at the agents and there's there's ammo dropping from the sky and like it's it's all the way that they oh oh and then of course like the scene where he's like dodging the bullets um yes and and that that whole thing and then uh one of my my favorites that I had it it'd been so long since I seen it I forgot about it so um, they the helicopter gets like shot and it's crashing um, and Neo gets out and Trinity is still in it and he realizes she's in danger and like there's this whole thing where like the guy who's back in the real world is like oh my gosh what's he doing and he's like he is the one and he like wraps the rope around and like saves Trinity from like the helicopter or whatever and I was like this is so good <laughs> I was like what happened to movies I was I like know, dude. why can't y'all do this and like you have the blueprints to make good films and you keep giving us this garbage speaking of oh, garbage dude i'll let you take this one because i didn't watch this tv series oh, you're gonna, I'm, i pretty much have refused to watch the tv shows um okay so i i mentioned i think last week i was watching hawkeye so i i finished yeah. it um you're suffering through for us both bro it's like uh i just like can't help it at this point it, it's I don't know. It's it's like the uh, the dumpster fires that you like can't look away from or whatever. Yeah. Um. And I'll be fair. I'll be a little fair. It's like when you see something gross, but you're like, Ugh, yeah. Uh, you keep going yeah. back to it. <laughs> I'll be a little fair to Hawkeye in a couple places. Um, okay. It is not the worst of the series. That's um, good. Ca- Ca- Captain Winter is definitely the worst. The worst. By I mean it. That dude. That show sucks. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, it's so bad. Um, you got to do better, David. It's not any of the actors in the show that make yep. this series suck. Um, it's the writing, and it's specifically what they do in the last episode. Now, Joseph, you've seen Daredevil, correct? The yes. old the old show that was on Netflix, right? Yes. Um, I want you because we played this game a little bit last week. Um, okay. I want you to describe to me from what you remember the character of Kingpin from uh, the Daredevil show. Oh, man, I've forgotten so much. I think the first word that comes to mind is gruesome. Yeah. You know? Now, uh, do you remember, is there a specific moment in that show in the first season involving a car door? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, what if I told you that in the season finale, and I'm spoiling the show, I don't really care. Like, I, I don't recommend watching it, but... Um, what if I told you that in the season finale of this show, um, that character doesn't get just get beat by uh, one teenage girl, uh, but by two teenage girls? I would say that makes total sense. I know many teenage <laughs> girls who can defeat you know six foot five, three hundred plus men. Just <laughs> now I'm being around, a little. I'm being, <laughs> sorry, I gotta go. No, you're good, dude. Yeah, that's not surprising that they went that route. I mean, for some reason, they just have a tradition of putting the scrawniest woman possible against a big man and just right. the woman tossing the man around like that would actually okay. happen in real life. It won't. It so won't. that's not like, uh, yeah, so it's a little bit different in this. Um, Somehow, Kate Bishop gets the better of one of the most like ruthless characters in MCU history. Mm-hmm. Um, and he do, like, doesn't, he's kind of like tossing her around or whatever. Um, and then she happens to like flick this like bottle cap or some sort of coin thing or whatever onto a bunch of her broken uh, trick shot arrows and they mm-hmm. blow up and that's how she beats him. 
when I mean I I would have to like sit and break down the scene. Uh, yeah. Like not frame by frame necessarily, but really just slow it down and be like, okay, this was an opportunity where he could have thrown her into this electric wiring that she used to try to keep him from escaping, and it yeah. would have been over. Let's it's that kind of stuff, right? Where right, it makes no sense because the people who are writing this stuff, um, they don't understand what they're doing. Right. It doesn't. It, it's like. I get, when you're having to write for like a visual medium, you have to kind of be able to break down how things are working so that they can make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest complaints that people had about season eight of Game of Thrones is that a lot of the war tactics that they were using in that made, made no, no sense. sense. It's the same thing when you're having these like one-on-one fights with these characters, right? Yes, I understand that they're superheroes. And I understand that it's fantasy. It doesn't mean that there are there isn't certain logic that has to be used when you're creating this stuff because from like a it's like if a character was who can't teleport for some reason was like finding their way in like they were on one side now all of a sudden they're on the other side um like hitting them well, from there and you're like how did they get there like what is going on well it's, one of the it's things kind of that logistic any, stuff any fantasy work together are the rules that you create within your own fantasy world right and so for example absolutely we talk, we've talked about this before, at least I have on this, sh- on this show, on, on this podcast, which is, you know, you take The Hobbit, for example, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Lord of the Rings, amazing. And there's, you can't just fall off a cliff and live in, in uh, Lord of the Rings because when Aragorn did, how did he live? Oh, he fell into a river. Okay, that makes plausible sense. You sure. can see that. Sure. Whereas in The Hobbit, they fall off a huge mountain inside of the mountain. No, okay, so then they happen to live that fall. Then like a what appears to be a 2,000-plus ton goblin lands on top of them all, <laughs> and no one gets a hurt back, nothing. Oh, the one the one that I like to bring up all the time now is uh, Black Widow, where she drops like five stories and hit, <laughs> oh, yeah. she, she gets hit, like, hit in the face on the so way down, dumb. like breaks her back and all this stuff, and then she lands on her feet just slightly clutching her side going oh that kind of hurt and keeps on going (laughs) what the crap it's that kind of stuff that makes you go y'all don't know what you're doing yeah um yeah so it it's it's bad man um i the thing that sucks about that show is that maybe of all of them no wandavision wandavision has a lot of really good ideas in it too that just never really fully fully form um that's been the problem with with this show too is that there's some really interesting stuff there, and Haley mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld is is a great actress. Um, she's really likable. Um, there's a lot of moments where you go like, oh, she's not just this like perfect uh, female character that's like essentially the the Mary Sue or like the Ray type character. Yes. Um, there's she makes from the very beginning of the show she makes like a lot of mistakes. Uh, the problem is is that I don't I don't think there's really anything in the show where those mistakes turn into her be becoming a better person uh mm-hmm. like it does for a lot of people um hawkeye kind of plays second fiddle there's a lot of just, there's like a whole like larping side plot in it that's just kind of embarrassing um doesn't really go anywhere um it, they really play him up as sort of this like sad pathetic um past his prime sort of character mm-hmm uh, right. You know, where it's like, oh, like people are like coming to the bathroom and be like, can I have your autograph? And he's like, please leave me alone. Um, you know, just kind of uh, like I said, he's like, they they kind of treat him like he's past his prime or whatever. And he's and it sucks, too, because like I had been saying previously, watching the Avengers recently, even him in that movie, it's great. Um, mm-hmm. All the stuff with him and Black Widow is really good. And then, you know when they're fighting at the end of Avengers, his quiver is really cool because it changes depending on the trick arrow that he needs. Um, Mm. And it's all done with inside his quiver. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And none of that is ever, as far as I'm aware, utilized again. (laughs) Um, And it's definitely not done in this. Like they're doing like all this like makeshift stuff. And I'm like, aren't you like, as far as I know, I don't, I think Hawkeye still works for someone. Like, I don't think he's retired. Um, yeah, right. I could be wrong about that. Now, I will say this. One thing that I really liked, and this was actually something a lot of people did uh, liked for different reasons, is that um, he has hearing aid, hearing aid in this, and she uh. she asks him specifically, and because apparently he does in the comics, so it's a uh, a little bit of a nod to that. But I liked that they made it applicable to his 
his past. It's like the one decent kind of through line that they do from past movies that he's been in. Because she asks him why he has that, and it essentially just goes back to all the times that he's like had to bust through windows. He's been near these giant explosions, and like all this stuff happens. And I'm like, oh, I was like that. Look, look what you did right there. This yeah. little, this little slice right here. You figured it out. You did one good thing where it just it feels like you did something that is a good uh, reminder of the character that he's been in the past, not who he is now based on what you need the story to be. Um, right. And that was really good. It was one moment that I was like, okay, I actually really like that because um, it's just quick flashes to like all the other Avengers movies because he's a human, right? You know what I mean? And right. so him having to do all that, it's going to um, take a toll on him. Uh, anyway, so I, yeah, I can't recommend it. Uh, but it, I don't know. I, the mo- the the TV shows are so uh, forgettable. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're not important to watch. It's going to be one of those things that if Marvel ever is able to come out of this weird, um, I mean, like boring phase that they're in, right? Yeah. Like if they can fa- phase four. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's any hope for phase four specifically. Nope. It's too late. I think with a lot of these. Um, but if they can figure it out and they essentially get all of their old characters back so that we have movies that people actually want to go see and yeah. if the writing gets good, right? Because it's one thing to right. get like Robert Downey Jr. back or <coughs> or Hemsworth or anyone like that. But if if the plot's not good, if the characters aren't good in it, even the people that we like to see, it's only going to take you so far before yep. people are like, oh, it's the same thing. You're just trying to hide behind uh, the nostalgia from the past, right? It's why yep. the whole Spider-Man thing can't work forever if they're not able to like move that forward and if they don't understand the reasons why people actually liked uh, No Way Home. Yeah. So, it is what it is, man. Well, um, I wanted to talk about this this last thing. You know, we everything can't be uh, either kind of good or, or fun to talk about. There's garbage stuff that goes on all the time um this is uh from bounding into comics and it's something that i i found and i wanted to bring up because i we mentioned james franco in our review of spider-man i'm pretty sure uh last week because he's not in it um and we were kind of discussing why uh and we and we both knew that it was for like me too-ish reasons um mm-hmm. and i don't know how much of this you knew but i i didn't know all i knew is that he he did some I've things looked into it yeah he did some things that were not great um, and now we have like a whole story. Um, so this is, uh, again, this is from bounding into comics. It says Spider-Man actor, James Franco admits he had sex with his students. Now, <laughs> let me preface this just before we go into it. As, as far as I'm aware, this, this was not underage, uh, students. Like this is a adult ish course. So like mo- most of these people are going to be 18 or older, um, when they're taking mm. these acting courses from him, at least that bounding into comics doesn't give any mention of um of this having to do with that um okay not that it makes it any better it's just like this isn't that's not the kind of story that we're talking about right yeah it's not like it was it was high school (laughs) yeah exactly um so uh it says james franco known for his role as harry osborne in the original spider-man trilogy um also pineapple express recently admitted that he had sex with his students while as a teacher at an acting and filmmaking school studio four uh, Franco's admission came during an interview um, where he was asked about the lawsuit that was filed against him from former students. Um, the former students claim in their lawsuit that Franco and his partner engaged in widespread inappropriate sexually charged behavior towards female students by mm. sexualizing their power as a teacher and an employer by dangling the opportunity for roles in their projects. So uh, there's you can sounds familiar. I was about to say. So what's interesting about this, right, is like, where did he learn this from, right? Because, oh, okay, all right. So go ahead. One of the things Weinstein did, what he would do, is he would also set up actors and or actresses specifically. I'm sorry, actresses with um, Saudi Arabian princes and other princes in the Middle East, right? And so uh, one of them was Kristen Stewart that he said uh, she rejected. Um, but uh, I think people don't understand how prevalent this stuff is in our society. I mean, we covered last week a Pentagon official saying it's astounding how much child pornography he's found on his on government laptops. Uh, we've covered what the CIA has done. It's in the church. 
many pastors and, and people who uh, uh, abuse their spiritual position and use it as a weapon to harm others, specifically minors, and not just minors, but adults as well, right? Uh, and then you have a situation like here with James Franco to where, um, you know, it seems like he follows in the footsteps of Weinstein. And this is the thing. A lot of actors and I'm sorry, a lot of powerful people knew what Weinstein was doing. Oh, yeah. I would say most of Hollywood did. And I think we may have mentioned that in the past. Oh. And <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> uh, <it's> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there's no way to confirm anything, but it's like with there's, as many people as he did this to, there's no way that that most of these people didn't know. Yeah, it it's just not possible. Um, Especially I'll, if you considered someone a friend. And I think what a lot of people did, what is from from what I've gathered, um, those that were not partaking in it but knew about it. Mm -hmm just left it alone because it was the same they would have found themselves in a similar position as some of those people who denied um that where there would either be out of the job or you know it's why they never pursued anything um mm. because he held that much power um yeah i mean he held a lot of power and it's it's really unfortunate man because um i you know he uh his name used to be over you remember, remember the weinstein company like it was over tons and tons of movies back in the day lord of um, was it really? Yep. Is it really? I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, he uh, oh, that's, um, was involved mm. with it. And that's a thing, in man. In some capacity. You, it, ugh, I don't even want to try to make excuses for it. It's one of those things, though, that... Um, you Not everyone, obviously. Right, you can't take away from what was accomplished because right. of him right is what i'm trying to get at and it's it's a yeah, hard subject that's a good way to say it it's a it's a hard subject to sort of um to talk about in that sense because he um was a terrible dude um mm -hmm. and no one should have ever allowed that to happen it shouldn't have been allowed to go that far it's one of the reasons why you you and i have always uh, or we've been talking about recently um with the show and everything is that like Hollywood should be decentralized. It shouldn't be one of these things where a couple of people hold the power and they're the ones that are essentially giving people the money yep. to make these movies or you, this is how you get into acting in Hollywood. Um, you know, you should essentially be able to be hired by anyone who wants to be able to try to put a production together um, if they have the money to do it. Right? I think, I think too, one thing I want to clarify is that I would say too. We're in support of any woman or man coming forward. So I know, like we've, um, there's been some jokes, you know, with the Me Too movement and everything. I think when, well, when we talk about it's Hollywood's a joke. Yes, and yeah, so much of it has been, yeah, people, so much so. of it has been used. Uh, what was used to further people's careers, not to actually get um, justice, if you will, for the inappropriate things were done that were done right right as soon as people realize a lot of people realize that they might be able to get like a few minutes of fame off of this it's like people were getting me too'd all over the place and yep. it was it would became very difficult to i'm sorry i interrupted you but it, it became very difficult to determine who was being honest and who wasn't based on their stories yes and it was discreet and it was harming a lot of people who have been you know uh abused yeah and um, so and it's I like, just wanted to put that clarification out there yeah. uh, to flesh that out. But I mean, it's crazy. And I like the stuff. This is this is terrible. And I, I know. It, but uh, the stuff with like Louis C.K. like partially cracked me up because <laughs> it was one of those situations where it's like, why didn't you leave the room? <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're like, we walked in and he was doing this. And it's like, you're right. There's no excuse for that. Why didn't you leave? Like, well, yes. What were you doing? Right. Um, kind of like the situation we were referring to earlier where someone sent me a certain picture and then I just blocked them. Exactly. You block them, you delete the thing, and you're like, okay, well, I'm done with that, right? Um, yep. And then maybe you go like, yeah, like you should probably stay away from him because he might call you up to his room and do, try to do this, right? Yes. And and this is why like in normal society – I don't remember everything with Louis – CK, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what all show. that it's, involved. It, it's a little, uh, it, it's mostly just like gross. Yeah. Um, uh, at least the stuff that I was, I was told about it, but like, then you had something like Aziz Ansari where like mm -hmm. he just 
was dating a dating a girl basically yeah well i don't know if they were dating or whether it was one of those things where like um they were uh going to have relations and she kind of like got uncomfortable and so he's like okay and that was like it and she tried to make it out to this thing where he was like uh a predator Mm. or whatever and it was just like all right and no one no one believed her and it's it's just one of those things it's like like we're talking about someone right in harvey who used sexual favors as manipulation and a power play uh to get women specifically roles and if you don't think this happens with the men either um oh it does oh it absolutely does um and uh it's just it's kind of crazy that it's like you have that right and then you have these people coming out here being like well he said something uh kind of gross to me one time and you're like what are you doing get out of here it's like you're like you are legitimately damaging this thing that is trying to get traction or whatever. Um, yep. And or, then people on the other side, know. when a um, situation occurs, uh, they'll be like, before they do any research, they'll just say, oh, this person's out for their f- 15 seconds of fame. And yep. it's like, I know the recent one with the, uh, I can't remember all the, the accusations. Been, yeah, I know it with uh, Sex in the City with Chris Roth, the guy who uh, apparently just died in the new show. And, uh, Spoilers, you know, his ex-wife, his, huh? Spoilers, Joseph. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, who cares? <laughs> um, and this is like his ex-wife or wives, and then other women Yikes. have come forward about things. And he was fired from a reputable agency who hired um, a third-party firm to conduct an investigation. Was fired after that investigation was completed, and so. He wasn't just fired just because you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like clearly something was there. Yeah, to well, but then warrant it. Yeah, then you also have situations like Johnny Depp, where they're all yes. doing the believe all women, and then she turns out to be the the bigger psycho. Yes, <laughs> and he's still not. He lost his role on well for Harry better, Potter for the Harry Potter uh, thing. Uh, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this will be his like Artie or Robert Downey Jr. moment, and he can come back and actually do like good stuff again. Yeah, he'll come back and be the new Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. But yeah, basically uh, James Franco's a pig. Yeah, he's a he's a dirtbag, just like a lot of these other other guys. Yep. And it's it you know, it sucks. Um I keep going uh when all this stuff was going down, right? It, it's just like it would be one one director or one person after another that I'm like, no, yes. I'm I'm like, it's kind of how I am with my like, pastors too. I'm like, come on, yeah. art is going. guys, keep it in your pants. Yeah. Chill. Um, so I'm, and if you, at least if you can't keep it in your pants, find a consensual route to go about yeah. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Figure that come out. On. Come on folks. Um, yeah. But then there's like, uh, so the, so far, it's like Edgar Wright is like the only director that's left that isn't that way. Um, and then like I I like be just because like I I want to give Joss Whedon more of the benefit of the doubt, but it's just because I like a lot of his stuff from the past more than anything uh, else. Because I know he's probably kind. Of, there's been like he got trampled on that uh, DC the Justice League movie. Oh really? Yeah, he um, did. Well, they um I, that one on that. that one uh I would have to kind of look into a little bit more because there were people who came out against him, but then there were people who were standing up for him. Mm. And so when there's people who like I don't know what either side obviously I don't know what either side has going um one way right. or the other form or whatever, but when you have people who are willing to be like uh I think you guys might be overplaying this more uh than is necessary. Um you know, it makes you go like, okay, well, maybe it's a little more complicated. Whether he actually did the right thing or not, maybe it's not um, Weinstein level. Uh, and I, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I think that I, was I something. Don't think anything was Weinstein level. Yeah, I, I just I, to clarify that. Yeah, there, it was more like, uh, I think I don't know. I don't want to say abusive work environment. I know that preemptive love. That organization just got hit with that. That Christian really? organization. Well, uh, they. Um, here's the thing that I don't. I, it, it's not an excuse for a lot of these directors, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of the people who are directors are nuts. 
Yes. They're control freaks. They like things a certain way. And it's kind of one of, like, yes, you shouldn't be abused, but it's also a situation where it's like, if you can't handle the heat, it's like, get out of the kitchen. It's like, if this is, if you don't like working with this director because he kind of treats you like trash, um, despite making you look really good in the movies, it's like, yeah, maybe you need to move on. Maybe you need to find other people that you you like vibe with better. Um, yeah. Because I imagine working for Quentin Tarantino is very similar, and some of these yeah. other guys where it's like you, where they, people are demanding, they're gonna make you look great in this. It's like, but they're going to demand a lot of you. Um, and yep. sometimes that comes out in a manner that isn't always uh nice, if you will. Right. But then again, you have those situations where like Christian Bale. Do you remember that thing from the yeah. Terminator Salvation thing yes. where he's yelling at the light guy? <laughs> I got reminded of that recently. It just cracks me up. <laughs> what a oh, nut job. Man. I oh, know, dude. Man. All right. Well, we got to pull that. Yeah. Up. Oh, yes. Uh, well, it's it's really it's pretty foul. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. It is. It's pretty foul. Uh, I'll, I'll look into it. But yeah, it's pretty foul. Y'all <laughs> say, we're going to play the push, Christian Bell clip and just have like a beep, minute beep, long beep, 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 beep. You beep. What the? <laughs> um, what the cuss? Yeah, cuss, cuss, cuss. Oh, that would actually be really good. I need to find that. Um, okay. Thank you all for wa- or listening to this episode of the Underground. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Um, I will be alone. I'm pretty sure on that one. Uh, correct, yes. Joseph. So Probably. Joseph, Joseph's taking a little little vacation, and. Um, We'll be uh, we'll be talking about something next week. I I don't know. I'll fi- I'll figure it out in a couple days. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Oh, I'll just, I'll rant about something. Um, who knows what's gonna be going on, man? I... You could talk about don't look up. Oh yeah, you watched that, didn't you? I did. Do you have like a, a five second review? Uh, don't I, don't I watch part, this. Parts of it were funny. <laughs> okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um. All it's, right. like, it's, it's actually, you know, I, I kind of consider it like average, actually. Really? There are some things that actually, um, I mean, the humor doesn't always hit, but there are parts, points where it does hit. Hmm. And then the ending, I was actually kind of surprised with the ending. Uh, everybody blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right. We will see you guys next week. Till then, y'all take it easy. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you war shack. Horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politic and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial up looking for answers. Now what underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, gotta post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trife is subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward. Let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil. They annoy you. You add another's neck for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full blown seasons. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather, control. Your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. Sad.